Hey everyone, welcome back to Coffee and K-Pop. My name is Selena and with me is Brian. What's up everybody? This is episode two of our weekly podcast where we sit down, have some coffee, and go over all things K-Pop. We have some things to follow up from from last week, some new music to cover, and some cool things that happen in the K-Pop world. Also, real quick, I wanted to mention, if you go to our YouTube channel, check out the playlist, episode two, you can actually follow along with the podcast. Uh, we put them in order, and you can listen to the songs, watch the performances and the interviews as we talk about them. So make sure you check that out. So we're going to start off this week talking about the BTS Festa event that's going on. We briefly covered it on last week's episode, and since then some stuff has come out. But let me start off. First things first, I want to apologize because I mispronounced Festa last week. I called it Fiesta because apparently I have party on the brain. Just wanted to put that and correct it. So going off of that, they put out some family portraits that were really cool. Yeah, I liked all of them. Especially, I liked the theme of, they had like an, in, so they had like an individuality theme, but it was also mixed with friendship. Like each member had their own uh, style of portrait, but then they were also meeting across the lines, which kind of brought in that friendship uh, aspect. And I think I liked RMs the best. And I know they were all like related to their individual songs. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And they also put out a uh, music. Well, they're like their self-made music video at, when they were at one of their concerts during Upon Man. Yeah. Their self-cam video. That that gave me chills. That video. <laughs> I mean, for one thing, they did Upon Man, which is my favorite song. I mean, I love that song. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. Um, but just watching them, like it feels like you're on stage. And can you even imagine like a VR version of that? Seeing the crowd and the stadium and everything like that, just that would be amazing. Blew my mind. Yeah. And I like the blow up slides they had. I mean, they looked like a bunch of kids just playing and having fun. So that was really cool. Yeah, we when we went to see them uh, last September, they didn't have that part of the show. They did that song, but it was just the choreography. They, it was still in a it was an arena when we went, so they didn't have all the blow up slides and. All the stuff going on. Right. We still went not so. It was Oh, everybody was dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was great. That was perfect when that song came on. Yeah, it was awesome. Also, Jen put out a song um, that he did on his own and it was really touching. It gave me the feels, Brian. Yeah. It was about his pets, right? Yeah. 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 It was very it, it was, was like sad. It was sad, but it was really good. It, it was, was good. Yeah, it was, was something song. I to Jen would totally do and put out. I could see that. Right, right. And, and today they just put out a choreography video, their first one, for when they were practicing for the Mama uh, Awards with Mic Drop. And that was really, really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. That's another one of my favorite songs by BTS is Mic Drop. Yeah. All right, yeah. So in the uh, Love Yourself, Speak Yourself, that was broadcast through Live, And you, I know you watched the whole thing. I caught some parts of it, but you, yes. you watched the whole thing. Yeah, it was it was really good. I was really impressed with the production of it. Um, I had seen you know bits and pieces from fan cam things online before, but it was really nice to watch it from beginning to end. Um, and I read in an article that in those two days that they did, they made over sixteen point nine million dollars. That's crazy. It's a lot of money. But I, just a couple things that I noticed during that V Live that I wanted to talk about was the first one when J-Hope did his solo song, Just Dance. He totally did the Carlton in the <laughs> beginning. Awesome. I laughed out loud when I saw that. That was great. 
And then I think you on this next one, I think you heard me when Jimin was doing his song, his bubble didn't pop. Oh, actually, I was there. I was watching that part. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, no. so bad for him. (laughs) But he was, you know, was an amazing performer. He He handled it very well. Didn't even let it phase him. Just went beyond and finished his song out like he, you know, does all the time. So that was good. Um, And then something that I didn't see before was when RM did his song of love. They had holograms. And at first when I saw that, I thought it was a filter on the V Live. But then you could see in the background on the screens at the concert that it was showing up on there too. So I was like, oh my God, those are holograms. It was so cool. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. And then so that they just broadcasted the day one um, when they're at Wembley on day two. They didn't broadcast that, but they did do something special. Um, Army, during the end of the concert, um, they sang Young Forever to them. And it totally took BTS by surprise. And it was very emotional. Like all the videos that are popping up online. It was just a super touching like moment for the fans to give back and like show our appreciation for everything they've done. So... We put that up on YouTube if you want to see it. It's really, it's a cool thing to see. Yeah, yeah. And how about all those British accents? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> I can't do a British accent. I'm sorry. But they, they're a lot better at it than I am. That's for sure. Yeah, that was good. And then I wanted to say, I was trying to keep an eye on how many people were streaming that Live, And towards the end, the last time I checked the number, it was over 234,000 people that were just streaming it. So yeah. that was pretty cool. I hope they do it again. It gives people a lot more opportunity to see their performances because it's totally something that you have to see if you haven't seen it before. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think last week we talked about the chance of them doing a Queen song because there was some clips on Twitter mm-hmm. of fans recording outside when they were practicing and they were playing Queen songs. So we were... Trying to see, like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do a cover or something. They didn't do a cover, but they did mention the movie. Apparently, they saw um, the movie that came out not that long ago about Queen. And Jen did that iconic scene where Freddie Mercury, you know, would sing to the audience and they would mimic him back and go back and forth. So that was cute to see. Yeah. Next, uh, what we wanted to talk about was on the same day. Uh, TXT performed at Wango Tango, which honestly I didn't even know that they were going to perform. So, and you actually found that out. You were working, driving yeah. around. Yeah, I was working, and uh, I don't usually listen to the radio. Actually, I usually listen to podcasts, but I just by chance had the radio on, and I caught like the tail end of something where the guy was like, "You know, you K-pop fans, you'll know what I'm talking about." And I'm like, uh, I called Selena instantly. I was like. Hey, you just said something about K-pop fans. You need to check this out. And yeah, it turned out to be uh, TXT. Yeah. They did three songs. One of them was their English version of Cat Dog, which I thought was pretty cool. They did a great job. I mean, they were so tight in their choreography. Yeah, that's like the first thing I noticed. They were super... Yeah, Yeah, it was like a flawless performance. And, you know, I just can't get over the amount of pressure they must feel being like the second group coming from big hit yeah absolutely but they're i think they're handling really well and i'm really excited that they're doing so much promotion in america they're really building their american fan base Mm -hmm. yeah i I think i hear about them more just naturally than almost any other group yeah besides bts of course but (laughs) you know i'm really excited to see where they're going to continue to grow and 
more things that they put out. And you saw their post-show interview. I think you put that on the YouTube as well. That was really um, fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's on there. And uh, th- those interviews are always so funny. I love them. And, um, but it was impressive, uh, actually, how they all could un- seem to understand the questions and they all spoke some English. And it was really shows a lot of effort on their part to interact with fans you know, worldwide and uh, just to try to be like part of the culture wherever wherever they're at i agree and then something else uh that we wanted to just touch base on also on june 3rd billboard reported that nct 127 we are superhuman debuted at number 11 on the billboard 200 which was amazing they are the second highest rating k-pop group in billboard history to do that so congrats to them you guys are doing a great job yeah, very impressive. Good yeah. Job. And I'm going to put on Instagram uh, soon. I haven't done it yet, but there were some really funny clips from when they were doing promotions on Weekly Idol that was really funny. I was going to put up. So keep an eye out for that. So, uh, yeah, something else that I read that you might find interesting. Um, the group Super Junior. Uh, apparently, fans are boycotting the group's promotions um, over some controversy with Kan Jin and Sung Min. And they're saying that they want them officially kicked out of the group. Wow. They announced a comeback since all members have finished their military duties. And um, this will be their ninth album. But uh, Kan Jin was accused of multiple hit and runs and DUI charges. And uh, Sung Min is being criticized for the way that he handled his marriage. Um, Basically just not considering the opinions and the time timelines of the group and uh how he was planning his wedding he just kind of wanted to do his own thing well i can kind of get is it kanjin yeah i i can kind of understand that i mean if you get in trouble with the law a lot i that makes sense i can see that i'm kind of confused on the other one though i mean can we really be mad about how he wanted to live his life and you know yeah, that's, that's a tough call, especially for idols. I mean, it's hard enough just even being in a relationship, like yeah. keeping that secret 99% of the time. So That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I hope it doesn't really affect, you know, the promotion for the other guys, because be, I'll be looking forward to that album. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, another thing that I saw, um, Stray Kids released a cinematic trailer for their comeback on June 19th. This was a very suspenseful trailer. And, I mean, it was, it was almost shot like a movie trailer. Um, it was really cool. Um, and I guess some thoughts I had while watching it was just that uh, you, you really have to see it to kind of for this to make sense. But it feels like maybe they're leaving the familiar and safety of fame and celebration when they go to like the lobby floor and they open the doors and there's like this big party and celebration going on but they they all stay in the elevator and they look bored and then they they you know turn the key and push the the little yellow button and then the, the elevator starts going down 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 and it makes me think like now they're going deep like underground to really like do something big and and new Yeah, they don't disappoint. I'll be looking forward to talking about that comeback when they come out. Yeah, definitely. BOA also made a comeback with her single called Feedback. 
Um, I, you know, I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't dislike it, but I wasn't overly excited about it. It had a very like eighties vibe to me. Yeah, I could see that totally. And then what did you think about, uh, WJSN? Yeah. So I checked that out. That's not normally my style. I usually don't go for like the bubblegum pop stuff, but I did check out their music video for Boogie Up and I actually really enjoyed that. That was a cool, cool song. It's catchy. I didn't think they were, I mean, they are, you know, that bubblegum pop, but I thought they had some good hip hop that mixed into it because I am very picky too with girl groups just for that reason. I don't really like that overly poppy sound, but I felt like they had a good balance in most of their songs. Yeah, I would say this album was a little different, I think, than because I had checked out some of their early stuff prior to their release just because I had never heard of them. So I wanted to get some background and. That's kind of where I formed that that bubblegum pop, but this one did have more uh, of a hip hop sound to it. So yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. The the release of the al- the album's name is for the summer. Now my favorite song of it was Let's Dance. I really liked that song. Did you have a favorite song off of it? Um, yeah, I mean I liked Boogie Up. I liked the music video. I think music videos help me with songs like that, just to have like the visuals and stuff. Yeah. Now, do you know there's another? Uh, comeback that's going to be happening soon that I'm I can't wait and I think we're going to be able to talk about it on next week's episode and that's a tease oh yeah they put out some uh like concept photos from that yeah they are going to be releasing their new um EP on June 10th so look forward to that as well yeah we should yeah we'll be talking about that next uh next episode and then today uh NCT Dream came out with a new song they released a song called Don't Need Your Love, featuring the English singer, and I think it's pronounced Harvey. It's H-R-V-Y. Um, I've never heard of him before, so this he was new to me. He kind of reminds me of like a Justin Bieber sound. Overall, I really liked it. I thought they did a really good job together. They The music video was really fun to watch. I thought they did a great job. It was very sad to see one of the members crying, though, in the beginning. That made that made me sad but it it was a happy ending so um i know you didn't really care for it as much no the the english uh pop in there just it killed it for me see i loved it i thought it was great and i know a lot of people are online talking about how they think they copied bts because they were all wearing pink in the video which eh, i mean who cares it's the same color i don't really want to say that they yeah. were copying that. I think it was a great video on their own, regardless of what outfits they were wearing. But I know that's a big thing online right now. People are really upset about. Hmm. Yes. And uh, Teen Top also put out a new album, Dear Nine. It was good. I actually really enjoyed it. It had like a funky hip hop uh, summery, like good vibes um, all around through the album. Uh, my favorite song is probably Swag. Um, mm-hmm. It was very funky and that's just something different that you don't normally hear. Uh, they also put out a music video for Runaway. It was really good. It had like some good camera work and just the, the whole video all around was nice and clean and it was engaging. And I, just, I really liked it. How did you like the album? I thought it was good. My favorite song was What Do You Think? Um, it had more of a hip-hop vibe to me than the funk. There was a lot of songs that were kind of that funky t- funky sound. Yeah, I think that song was kind of like a acoustic key, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my favorite track off that album. Yeah, it was a good one. 
And then you also uh, were looking at, is it pronounced Promise 9? Yeah, Promise 9. They spell it F-R-O-M-I-S underscore 9. And where the F comes from is uh, from Idol School. So from I-S, from Idol School, and then 9, 9 members. What caught my attention actually was their performance... Uh, I forget what it was on, but it was the song Likey, which is a twice song, which is, I really like that song. So it was, it was pretty cool. Um, I had actually never seen them before, um, but they, like I said, they caught my attention with that song, so it was pretty good. And then I checked out the album. Yeah, their album only had three tracks on it. And, you know, it, I like I said, I don't really like the big poppy songs, but they did have uh, a slower song called Fly Away, and I really liked that one. And actually, I just thought of this going back to the the whole twice cover things like this um, support the whole idea of like multi fandom, which I absolutely support. And we were talking about that the other day, actually, uh, how K-pop is like such like a cutthroat music um, industry and fans really seem to like latch on to one group and one group only. And if you like another group you know it's 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 almost like you're disowning your right your favorite group but i am totally guilty of multi-fandom i mean i love so many different groups and i mean i have my favorites obviously but i think you know you can support more than one group i guess yeah i i i I don't think it's any secret that bts is my top group just because they introduced me to this whole world yeah but there's definitely other groups that i would count just as high as bts yeah absolutely and an album that's going to be released on june 7th is by jay park he's releasing an album called the road less traveled and it's going to have 16 tracks on it so i'm really anticipating this album that's ah, that's a lot yeah so i feel like there wasn't as much new music this week as there was last week i feel like last week there was so much to review and go over yeah, there was a crazy amount of new albums yeah last time um, some things, the awards, sh- not award shows, but the music shows that are on like Inkigayo, um, got seven, won first place on that show last oh, nice. Sunday. Yeah. Um, winner was sub- scheduled to perform, um, but they had to cancel cause one of their members had to be taken to the hospital for symptoms of a herniated disc in the neck. So that stinks. Cause I'm sure. Who was that? That was a uh, winner. Winner. Oh, yeah. Wow. And they actually winner placed uh first place on m countdown last thursday Hmm. so that was kind of a bummer that they didn't get to perform on inkigayo yeah but uh let's see on music bank let's bts won last week and on music core bts also won there and that was their sixth consecutive win on that show hey they are undefeated (laughs) well on that show yeah (laughs) um so moving on to uh, K-dramas, I finally was able to finish her private life. Uh, it ended on a really good ending. It was a great series. I highly suggest it. Um, I don't want to put any spoilers out just in case or unless you want me to. I don't know. Guys, you should let me know. Um, but the last maybe three or four episodes was very emotional. I think I cried a lot in multiple, multiple episodes. Um but it really wrapped up well and answered all the questions you had. Um, I'm also caught up on the abyss. Uh, that's been, that's getting really good. 
Um, and then I haven't, since I finished her private life, I haven't decided what next series I'm going to start. Um, if anybody has any recommendations, feel free to let me know. I know yeah. Brian wants to get in a series and watch something. He's not really into the, you know, romantic comedy type stuff. So I'm trying to find something a little different for him. Yeah, yeah. I just like to, to have something, uh, you know, even if we do like one episode a week just uh, to kind of talk about here. That's all I have for K-dramas that, uh, that I watched. Um, and my Mishi box should be coming uh, sometime this week as well. So hopefully by next week's episode, I'll have some products to talk about. And on that note, we just want to say thank you to all the people who have streamed and given our podcast a listen. We just really want to do well on this and put things out there that fellow K-poppers are interested in. Um, so if you have any comments or any feedback, just let us know. And thanks so much for you know giving us a try. Yeah, I was blown away by the number of downloads and streams. I mean, for the first episode, I did not expect. I mean, I was expecting zero, honestly, but we had a pretty good number so yeah. thank you guys and i hope that you enjoyed it and i hope you come back and, yep um welcome uh, to anybody who's getting in on episode two and <laughs> hope hopefully we... it wasn't as corny as episode one or yeah. hoping it, each episode just gets a little bit better than the last one yeah yeah i think it will and on that note guys we're going to wrap up for this week all the music and videos we talked about in today's episode can be found on our youtube channel at copy and k-pop that's spelled K-E-O-P-I and K-pop. Also, come follow us on Insta and Twitter under the same name for any updates and fun stuff we may post. Once again, thanks everybody for out there who's given us a listen. Let us know what you guys think. If there's anything else you want us to talk about, just get hit us up. And uh, all the music that you hear in this episode is by the artist Tobu, D-O-B-U. I will give credit to him in the show notes this time, so you can make sure to check him out. See you guys next week. See you.